You're listening to The Quick Cast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome into The Quick Cast, the official podcast of Quick Trip. Our plan for this podcast is to help take you behind the scenes and talk to interesting people from around the company that make Quick Trip, Quick Trip. We'll also talk to various folks from around the Midwest and listen to the stories that they have to share, plus give you a look at some of the exciting things that Quick Trip has on the horizon. All that and more on the QuickCast. My name is Chris Calloway with the Marketing Department, and for our very first episode here today, I'm joined by Paige and Kendra here from Marketing as well. I'll let you guys introduce yourself a little bit. We'll start with Paige. People might know your face and your voice from many of the social things that we do, but tell us a little bit about yourself to start. Well, first, I'm sorry if you've seen my face a lot. <laughs> so I'm the social media specialist here at Quick Trip. Um, so mainly our organic content on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And then the influencer program that we have with a few Midwest personalities. So kind of helping them out with, you know, content revolving around Quick Trip. So, so you don't just make TikToks 24-7? Unfortunately not. <laughs> You'd like to. Someday we're getting there, but there's a lot more that you do as well. Yeah. I got up at 5.30 this morning to take pictures of pizza, so... Living the dream. That's what <laughs> we all aspire to. Right. So, And then, Kendra, you've been here with the company for a while in a couple of different roles, but currently, uh, what, is your, what is your role here with Quick Trip? My current role is digital content supervisor, so basically I just kind of tell Paige what's funny and not. Just kidding. She tells me that. <laughs> um, but no, I work really closely with Paige just on the organic social side and then also with our digital team on more of like the paid ad content and email content and sit in on a lot of meetings just to make sure that the company knows what our team is doing, like the quick cast, and that we know what's going on in the company so that we can talk appropriately about it. So... A lot of what you do is things that people do see, but there are plenty of things that go on behind the scenes that never actually make it to TikTok or Twitter or Facebook. And so let's let's start with the stuff the first that the people do see. And so um, kind of what's what goes into making a TikTok? Let's let's just start there. So there's kind of the whole idea build up that's the thing that actually gets out pushed out onto the platform. So like a typical concept like that kind of how does that that come to fruition from start to finish sure so i'd say that starts off with a lot of scrolling on tiktok by me we have our intern mckenna and then kendra just kind of being on tiktok and knowing what's out there what's trending things like that and then usually we'll have a brainstorm session once a week rather than like these ongoing conversations that are always happening with our team but we'll have kind of time set aside to go through all those trends maybe some ideas that we want to hop on um, and just kind of discuss those as a team, brainstorm how we can make it into our own, and then I'll go home and probably film it by myself awkwardly, and then it gets put out there. I really like how we make the brainstorm sessions feel like a really formal, like professional thing when really we're just in a conference room doing ridiculous things, <laughs> which is fantastic. How much gets left on the proverbial cutting room floor? Like how much, how much, how many ideas are out there that just can't quite get it to work the way we want it to? And, you know, like, is there, would you say like a percentage of things that actually like make it live? There's so many ideas in Slack conversations, so many screenshots on my phone that we have not used. Um, We're trying to get better at that to make sure that these ideas aren't lost. So one thing that 
we refer to a lot is like this huge Excel document that just has a bunch of random caption ideas, relatable situations, TikTok sounds that maybe we didn't use in that moment, but maybe we'll come back to. Maybe there's like an ad that could work for that sound. Um, so we kind of just try to store those ideas because sometimes you'll come back to it and then you'll think of something really good for it. Memes, I mean, again, we use a lot of the same relatable situations sometimes, but we just try to come back to it with a fresh mindset and try to use it then. I don't know if any of that it's makes sense. It's probably only like 20%. <laughs> I feel like if we get like a solid yes, 50% percent day where we actually have ideas come to life, it's a great day. Otherwise, we have so many ideas out there where we're like, I can't think of anything for this meme. And I don't know. It's, it's kind of a struggle sometimes, but those creative days when we're on, it's really fun. Right. Which is a lot of the time. It's just like we, we have so many ideas out there that just kind of end. Yeah. <laughs> caffeine helps. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'll drink copious amounts of caffeine, and that's when I'll put all these ideas into Slack, and they'll be out there, and we'll all say, oh, that's great. And then we actually won't jump on it. So I think just going back to those conversations sometimes... When the inspiration strikes, you gotta yeah, you got to use it. You have to like throw it out there, or it's just gonna, you know, eat away at you. So, and so, Kendra, <clears throat> you had kind of been instrumental with helping to build the the voice of, of the Quick Trip social media, kind of in your your time here. And I know there's some social media platforms that have been around for probably close to twenty years at this point. Um, what was kind of been your role in kind of getting some of these social media platforms within Quick Trip built and kind of establishing that that voice and kind of how did that all come to be? It was it was a really big challenge because it's so much different than what we used to do with all of our promotions on social. Um, so when we started to change our strategy, really, I just wanted to find a way to humanize the brand more. Um, so I guess I started by kind of taking my personal sense of humor and hoping that other people would kind of find it funny too. Um, but it was a big learning curve. Um, we really started working with different people in the company just to kind of get a feel for where our boundaries are and started testing those waters by posting different things on social, seeing how they performed and taking what performed well and doing it over and over again. And around that same time where we were starting to figure out that humor was really our avenue and it was working well for us, um, Paige joined our team as an intern and she, she and I have a really similar sense of humor that just aligns really well and people seem to find things that we find funny. So it's, it's a win-win. Um, and she really took the social, social voice and brought it to the next level and has carried it on ever since. So it's been, it's been fun to watch it start with things that I kind of implemented and then watch it grow from there. And there's kind of a, a famous, maybe infamous story about Paige's interview. Um, yes. <laughs> one of those things where you're, you, you know, you have a lot of applicants and you, you're um, sorting through which ones are going to kind of fit you know, the position and, and the brand and everything. And what was it about uh, Paige's interview that maybe stood out to you and helped make one of the reasons why she's here today? I wish I could remember all the details. It was so fun. I don't know. Um, the one thing that we ask like a lot of our interns to do is prep things ahead of time so that we just have talking points. Um, so one of the things that I asked for Paige's interview was that she would just bring in a few ideas of things that we could post on social. And she brought in this padfolio with like laminated memes. <laughs> was one of them a SpongeBob meme? Yeah. I think it was. So between the SpongeBob and the lamination, I was like, this is the girl. <laughs> She's got it. So Paige, you are at your house, your apartment, your, your, preparing a laminated Spongebob mean thinking, this is the career I want to have. How, how, did, how did you get from that point to, to kind of where you are today? 
Oh, boy. I'd say a lot of trial and error, like Kendra said. Um, even looking back at that meme, well, those few memes, I don't think we post terrible. those today. They were terrible. Yeah. Like, they were... It, I think it was me trying to be, like, cautious with the amount of humor that we threw into it, too. Um, but I think just learning on the job, and one thing that really has helped is getting into, you know, the comments, DMs, mentions about us and learning about the brand, you know, through their point of view. So all of our guests and our fans on social um, and just kind of taking that and really chewing on that and realizing, you know, this is what they find funny. This is what they relate to. Um, I think that's really been a big part in building out that brand voice. So I have one other thing to add about the interview. (laughs) I just remembered the chicken fox seed question. Was that the three things? Yeah. So we have this weird question, and people probably know what it is. I honestly don't remember what it is exactly, but there's like three different things, and you have to figure out how the chicken, the fox, and the seed all get across the river after you tell like this elaborate story. So I brought this question to Paige's interview and asked her, and I had like little props, which were just little pieces of paper with a chicken, fox, and seed, and had to try to get her to tell me how all three got across the river. And it was just, it was funny. She got so flustered, but kept it together during the interview, and she just ended up being like, can you help me? I don't know. And I loved that because it was just so true. Like there were so many other people who like tried to come up with something or got flustered and like really just, I don't know, didn't know what to do, but she took it and she was just kind of like funny with it. And she's like, I don't know, like I'm hopeless here. So that was another thing. Asking questions. It's yeah. always good. Yeah. I think you gave me a hint. I think I really asked for a hint and you gave me one and then I think I got it from there if I remember. We'll have, but... to, we'll have to circle back on that. <laughs> So speaking of chicken and foxes, you grew up on a farm, and I would imagine as a little girl, you weren't thinking, I want to be a social media specialist for a Midwest regional convenience store chain. I mean, how do you kind of come to the idea, like, this is something that I could really see as a career path for me? Kind of where did that come into your your kind of vision there? That's interesting. I've never been asked that before um, in that way. So yeah, I did grow up on a farm, and I guess... As a little girl, both of my sisters went into healthcare, so I guess that that was kind of ingrained in my mind. Like, I'm interested in biology and I want to do something in healthcare and get a good career there. And I did start out as a bio major at UW Lacrosse, and I found out it wasn't for me. Not that I failed the class or anything, but I just I knew that that wasn't me. And then from there, I kind of looked into the business side of things, and then I took a marketing class. And from there, I'm like, this is exactly what I want. And something that I think my family has noticed about me as I grew up is I'm very sarcastic and I always have like these one-liners um, that my mom doesn't get at all. Like she does not get it and she will be personally attacked, but <laughs> my dad gets it. So then we'll kind of debrief her on this is just sarcasm. <laughs> um, so I guess I've always had that. And then seeing the Twitter as it was back then, um, Quick Trips Twitter, I saw that as I started to apply to jobs within the marketing field. Um, just to get some experience under my belt as an intern. And I remember looking at the Twitter that we had and thinking that is hilarious because back then uh, Wendy's was Mm -hmm. key in building out that funny content, funny tweets, savagery. Um, And then I thought, wow, this is really a job for me. So just kind of, you know, trying out things and figuring out what is for me out there. But kind of same question there to Kendra. How did you kind of, get into marketing and kind of get interested in kind of the field you're in today? Yeah, I guess I've always kind of been interested in marketing. Like it started in high school. I was in marketing clubs growing up where we got to travel a lot. And honestly, that 
hooked me because I got to travel for doing these marketing related projects. I was like, oh, I love this. <laughs> but um, I continued to go to go to college for marketing and I've always been really into everything related to the arts. So I actually have a graphic design degree and I didn't really know what I wanted to do with graphic design. I knew that art wasn't supposed to be like my full career. I didn't want it to go that route. Um, so when I started combining my marketing and graphic design classes together, I was like, this is for me. I really like this direction. I can be creative while also being analytical and can see myself building a career that way. So um, it was only solidified more when I became an intern in college for Quick Trip and then got to see all the fun things that we do. When I was an intern, I got to drive around in a van and literally just give out cookies to kids at baseball games. We sponsored like this baseball camp and I was like okay this is fun I like this <laughs> you get to get on the road a little bit of the yeah. traveling so um what kind of stands out as some of the more um, memorable days on the job or is it something you know that went viral via engaging something you got to do at a place you got to, to go to like traveling wise or kind of what stands out as some of those more memorable days for you here at Quick Trip Ingrid Ingrid should we talk about Ingrid? yeah tell that story Okay, so one night at about 11 p.m., I was going through our TikTok mentions. Naturally. And naturally, you know. Um, and I saw that a verified account followed us, and it was the Ingrid Andrus, so country music star. And it's funny because the weekend prior to that, I had just discovered her song Ladylike, and I was listening to all of her songs on repeat. And I freaked out. I think I texted you late, and then... I eventually got up in the morning and I went into Kendra's office and uh, after I had followed her back, she actually messaged us and asked if we wanted to come to a concert and then make TikToks with us. And that was not at all what I expected to happen. And I believe this happened on a Tuesday. And then the concert was in Madison on a Thursday. So we had to you know, cancel all of our meetings that day. And we went to her concert, made a few TikToks, and it was just something that we weren't expecting. And it turned out really awesome. Yeah, it was so fun. I'm a big country music fan. So when Paige told me this, I was like, well, we're going. Like, we're not not gonna do this. (laughs) And she's not like from Wisconsin, right? Like she found us from like an outsider looking in, right? Was she from like Michigan? I think she's from Michigan, I believe. Um, we could be wrong. Yeah, I'm not sure how she found us or came across our account. I guess she I just said, she said that it just came up on her page, and she was like, "Oh, these guys are funny." And she literally follows like seven accounts, one of them being like Luke yeah. Combs and like other country stars and Quick Trip. Right. So it's awesome. And this was like even more exciting than when Huggies followed us and then they unfollowed <laughs> us. So the diaper brand, how dare they? Yeah, I was all excited and I got offended. So okay. <laughs> it's fine. So, Ingrid, Ingrid, if you're listening, we'll come to another concert. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you get in the car, you're leaving lacrosse to drive to Madison, you're going to go to the concert then. I, it's got to be sort of surreal. Like, I make TikToks for a gas station, now this country music star wants to meet me? Like, that that had to be kind of weird, crazy, cool drive in there for you guys, right? Definitely a very cool feeling. Um, on the way there, we were trying to think of TikTok concepts because I was like, wow, she's probably actually expecting something really good and elaborate from us in terms of ideas. So we just kind of scrolled through TikTok on the way there. Kendra was driving and I was like, maybe we could do this. Maybe we could do this. And yeah, sometimes you got to work on the fly like that and be ready for changes at the flip of a dime. I mean, literally two days before not realizing that we drive, what is it, like two hours to Madison and come back so yeah and stay for the concert so it was a late night 
How far is Madison? Am I wrong? Two hours. Yeah, okay. two, two. Depends on where you're going. But We're acting like that's dramatic. <laughs> no, you guys are just looking at me like, she's wrong. It's six and a half hours. Where were you I'm doing measuring that? it from the farm back home, so I don't know. I don't drive sure. to Madison this way. So that kind of recognition, and we've gotten some other uh, really cool recognition from, you know, some sort of uh, some of the industry publications, uh, different top honors in, in the social media category, which is really cool to see and um, has almost sort of become like the expectation now that we're at least in the running. I mean, do you guys feel like pressure to like that every post needs to be a home run, needs to, you know, really kind of put up numbers? My hands are sweating just thinking of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a lot of pressure. I mean, it's like, it's great because we've set these expectations. Now we just need to keep hitting our new goals, which only holds us to higher standards, which is something that we should be doing anyways. But yeah, it is a lot of pressure to be able to be like, okay, I need to keep being funny. <laughs> right. And I think a few years ago, I think I'd let those, you know, posts that would flop kind of bring me down. But now it's like you realize that there's way more content opportunities out there and one bad post doesn't make a bad month and one bad month doesn't make a bad year. So it's just kind of looking at it holistically from that perspective to just kind of know that, you know, we stay on top of trends and we're continuously changing and adjusting based on what our followers like. So, And there's so many, you know, good ideas that you put out and, and they do well, but are, are there any of those ideas that were totally last minute, unexpected things that you put out there, but like, why is this doing so well? I don't understand. Have you kind of had that sort of phenomenon in, in your social media experience here? I'm trying to think of one post. I feel like that happens a lot with TikToks, like especially the ones in yes. the office that are just random things. Right. Like there was one of one of our past interns handing me a picture of a cow because I grew up on a dairy farm. Mm -hmm. So he always just thought that was really funny. So he gave me a picture of a cow. Um, and that went, I mean, that had a lot of views and it was a two second clip. And then another one that comes to mind was, I think it was our top TikTok at that time, but it was me laying down like a trail of a glazer, like a rib sandwich, some hand warmers, just random things, a bush. Um, <laughs> so laying those down on the floor and it was that trend of, you know, I hope he doesn't follow me home and just describing this person that I remember sitting with Kendra and thinking of the most Midwest man stereotypes <laughs> and putting that into, you know, the clip for the audio during that. And that one went viral. Like it did really well. And that was something that we weren't sure if it was just our humor. And I feel like that's something that happens a lot where something is so funny to me and, and like even Kendra, and then we'll put it out there and nobody gets it, which again, it happens. That's <laughs> fine. And then um, I do want to give you, Chris, some, some credit. We knew this was coming. So anything sports related, <laughs> guys, on Twitter specifically, because they like sports. We mm -hmm. figured out the last year or so. Um, Chris gives me sports ideas, so. I feel like you could just tweet the word bucks and you would get like a thousand likes. Right. Let's do it. <laughs> Seriously, no, we could tweet sports and it'd get. Yeah. It's, yeah. Probably not that many likes. But it probably would. But I think that's one of the interesting things about social media is just the nuances of the platform and figuring out how our convenience store brand here fits into 
the different platforms because they're all similar in some ways, but but very very different. And you know, I would imagine you know, Kendra, when you started, TikTok wasn't a thing, and now how much of your day is spent on TikTok with ads and you know organic content, paid content, and now it's it's a huge part of what we do. So just having to adapt to the the platforms itself is is kind of a, a big part of the job, right? Right. Three years ago, I mean, the ongoing joke was nobody knows who's behind the Twitter account. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of when TikTok started to evolve and build and gain popularity, we're like, we need to jump on this. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you want to tell that from your perspective of how that came about and what yeah. you thought during that? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a fun challenge to take on because I feel like we, we have our generalized social strategy that works, but it's like you have to think about each platform and how you can adjust Quick Trip's personality accordingly to make sure that that audience receives your humor in the way that it's intended. But yeah, like Paige said, with TikTok, it was it was an ongoing joke of like, oh, who's behind Quick Trip's social? And when TikTok came, it's like, well, shoot, like this is video content. Right. How do we do this? And we literally thought for a while, we're like, do we hide behind a paper bag or like put a mask <laughs> on? It's like, no, we're not going to do that. We need to just get a face out there and. Paige learned how to do it, and she's still doing a great job, and, and now she's the face of TikTok. And it was a couple of years ago that you went on a TV interview with, like, the, uh, I don't know how to describe it, but they, like, mask your voice, like the witness protection sort of thing. And, like, yeah, that was actually really, Kendra who did that. Really yeah. played into right it. Right here in this room. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that was, like, honestly, probably, like, two months before TikTok became a thing. I don't know. It was, like, around that same time. Maybe mm-hmm. not. I could be totally wrong there, but... But yeah, that was, it was big. It was like on the news where we were trying to hide our face and now everyone knows the face, which is fine. It's just that joke is gone. (laughs) (laughs) So that leads me to the next question. Um, How often do you get recognized in public? Um, I think, are you talking about in public, like anywhere or in public, like at a quick trip? Both. I would imagine there's slightly different audiences there. Quick trips, usually the employees or the coworkers that always um, say something. I know that I was buying a copious amount of food one day and the coworker goes, oh, well, are you filming a TikTok? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I remember the first time I got recognized and that was pretty noteworthy. Um, there was the sweetest girl behind the counter and... I was actually like coming up to be next in line. So the person that she was tending to was like right there and about to leave. And she already starts freaking out. And it was, it was just so funny. She was, she said that she was my number one fan and she called me an intern, but that's okay. (laughs) At one point we all were interns. Right. (laughs) Aren't we all at the end of the day? I think so. That makes no sense. (laughs) It's philosophical and I like it. So, I mean, that's, that's a good next question. Um, what what is the deal with the intern? The intern. McKenna's lovely. <laughs> we love interns. <laughs> the intern is like an ongoing joke with no matter who's the intern, it's like they are the intern that we make fun of at the time. But in a good way, not like actually mm-hmm. make fun of. Just it's like it's a way that we get things out on social to like blame the intern for things that may have gone wrong or that people don't expect. I don't know. We think it's funny. Yeah. Sometimes she'll she'll throw out these really funny DMs when she's responding to people. So that's the majority of her job is like making sure that people are responded to in the comments and through our private messages. But yeah, sometimes she'll throw those out there and I'll see them come back through and I'm like, McKenna, you need to 
you need to, you know, show this to us. This is amazing. This is savage. <laughs> so we like to post those and kind of poke fun at the intern and people love it. So, so McKenna won't be the intern forever. You know, she'll move on to great things in her career. Mm-hmm. What, what makes a good intern? Like what is, is something that you look for in, the, in that position? Is it just a willingness to go along with things and say yes? Is, that, is it that voice that aligns with kind of what we're looking for or kind of what, what makes a good intern? Laminated memes. <laughs> no. Obviously, yes. <laughs> no, I, it's all about the personality and just willingness to learn, in my opinion. In the interview process, you can really tell when people have a passion for what they're applying for and the company that they're applying for. And I think in an internship, that's really all that matters. The internship is all about learning and kind of like learning where your role is in the company. But if you have a passion for being on a specific team and you have, you know, like eagerness to learn and you're funny, it's it's really all about the personality. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can chime in just outside of just the, the intern part. You know, being a part of the team is more is about kind of that that personality and kind of what you bring to the table, and not totally always about your education and, and your credentials. And you know, I don't have a marketing degree. I you know, I don't have a, a marketing background, but for some reason they took a chance on me to, to kind of fill in as part of the team, and I'm very thankful they did. But um, I mean, kind of, what would you guys say to that? That you don't need, you know, necessarily just what is on paper you know just a degree just classes and coursework you know it, it's it's a more a bigger picture thing that kind of we look for here at quick trip right yeah i think that's really just a big part of the quick trip culture too is focusing on who somebody is as an individual rather than who they are on paper and like seeing that we can teach people how to how to do to do the job and push our company forward but you can't teach people how to like be a good person and be nice to people and be a team player and all those all those cheesy little things that really are important. Mm-hmm. Like you sending me sports tweets. We wouldn't have had that if you weren't hired. So I mean, that was my whole pitch in my interview. Hey, we, we need more sports tweets. Guys, sorry. I watch sports. I can help. <laughs> There's really not that many people in our department that are watching as many sports as I am. You're the go-to. Apparently. That's what I'm saying. Apparently. So, okay. So as we get towards the, the end of the interview here, I wanted to uh, kind of establish a couple of questions that hopefully we'll have for all of our guests that we have coming up. And we have some some cool ones in mind, and I don't want to jinx anything yet, but we've had a few feelers put out there. But um, a couple of questions that we will ask all of our guests is, if you could have a lifetime supply of one Quick Trip product, what would it be? Um, plain chicken sandwich. Plain. Plain. The, I mean, with the cheese, because it comes with the cheese, but right. like no condiments or anything. But like the, the Wednesday special chicken sandwich, yes. that, that's your go-to. That is my go-to. And it is great because I can make fun of that as an option on social because I personally relate to it. So. Okay. So no mayo, no mustard, nothing. Just plain chicken sandwich. There you go. Okay. Kendra? <laughs> bananas. <laughs> I, I eat a lot of bananas. <laughs> yeah. Or gas, because I mean, then you could just oh, try You yeah. <laughs> eat gas. No, but I, I didn't. We didn't say I like eat. To eat just bananas say and I like to drive. Supply. So both. Sometimes at the same time. True. Guess good one. Okay. Um, brown cap or green cap? Brown cap. I don't know why I had to think about that. Brown cap all the way. I'm lactose intolerant, but I really like the color green, so I'm gonna go with green. Okay. Okay. And then there is a item on the hotspot that is often filled with meats and cheese that's 
in a circular fashion. It has a name that is up for debate. How do you pronounce the name of this roller grill item? Should we go at the same time? Yeah, okay. All right. One, two, three. Tornado. tornado. Okay, you're both wrong. <laughs> okay, we know that there's a tornado on the package, but... It's Tornado. It's Tornado. Always has been. It's got to be. Okay. So, Team Tornado, we got over here. So, very cool. Well, thank you guys for, for joining today. I mean, I think we have some high hopes for our podcast here. Um, <clears throat> I think the plan is, you know, I, I'll be on the host for a lot of them. I'll be joined by Paige for a number of them. Kendra might jump, jump in as well. But talking to people around Quick Trip, there, there's so many people here. That's one of the things that <laughs> that I realized. You know, I've been here, you know, over a year now, but there's so many departments that I've still never dealt with on a daily basis. And there's there's people that, you know, we, we do interact with. But, like, I don't I don't talk to people from real estate, but I would love to know what goes into acquiring a parcel of land to build a new quick trip on. I mean, I think, I think that's fascinating. (laughs) Maybe that's a teaser coming up here, but you know, that, that kind of idea, I think there's so much that goes into quick trip that, that we don't even know that, um, I think would make for interesting, interesting content. And then, um, some of the influencers that, that you deal with and other, uh, people from around the Midwest that might have a, a quick trip tie. Uh, we hope to bring you some content in their stories coming up soon. So, Paige, Kendra, thank you for being the first guests on the Quick Cast, and uh, we look forward for, for more to come. Thank you. That so, was beautiful. Yeah. Thank you for having <laughs> us. Thanks for listening to the Quick Cast. Hey, we'll see you next time.